Well, your mama's my big sister And your dad is a good friend of mine Never had no trouble with you Unless you ain't in bed all the time Scribbling on my notebook Scribbling with my pen Knocking down on my guitar And then you Try and pick it up again You try Crawling around in the kitchen Looking for something to do It's in a while you let out a scream Cause you can't find no food Scribbling on my notebook Scribbling with my favorite pen Knocking down the telephone Then you're, yeah, sure, you try and pick it up again You try Well, I love you more than a Saturday And I ain't got no plans I know your mama's far away She'll be coming back again Now you've made a big, big mess And it's time to take a bath Once in the tub you slip and fall But still either and laugh Scribbling on my notebook Scribbling with my pen Knocking down the trash can Then you try and pick it up again You try Well, I love you more than a Saturday And I ain't got no plans I know your daddy's far away He'll be coming back again And I know Yes, I know Well, no Yes, I know Said I love you more than a Saturday And I ain't got no plans I know your mama's following me She'll be coming back again So I took her back to my place 
Joel Treadway of Cringe.com is uh, the guest this week, and he's picking the songs. All right, we just heard some local music. That's pretty much all of your, right? Probably of the from going on 20 years now. Huh? Yeah, well, Tim Easton was one of the first people I worked with. Um, he did some shows at OSU on a month or a weekly basis, actually. And that was from uh, his first tape called Goody Boy, which is not very common. Uh, and it's a song called More Than a Saturday. It's just it's kind of one of my favorite songs of his. That he, I don't think he plays much anymore, and I, I believe it's about his niece. Hmm. And then uh, Harry Pat, a um, band, band called Harry Pat. It's actually uh, one of their uncle's names is Harry Pat, spelled differently, but that's his name. And it's a live Bernie's song called Krusty Girl, which is one of my favorites by their, them, too. And then Pika Huss was one of my favorite bands. Just a lot of fun live. Uh, don't ask me what it stands for, but G-I-G-G-L-S-D was the song. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are leading up to the 25th anniversary cringe celebration at Double Happiness. We'll be talking about that in just a little bit. Uh, but first I thought we'd uh, get a little history and uh, find out a little bit more about what Joel's been up to for the past quarter century uh, with the Columbus music scene. So I got out my calculator and did the math, and uh, 25 years works out to 1990, and uh, I've only known you, well, I haven't known you just from the internet, but it was, you know, you went to the website and you looked things up, that was what cringe was, and and 1990, aside from maybe getting one of those unsolicited 3.5 inch floppies from AOL in your mailbox, there was no internet, as far as the general public consciousness was concerned, so... I guess uh, before there was cringe, what 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 dates back to 1990? It was basically the calendar of shows that I was interested in, or helping book, or just in the general area of shows I was helping advertise uh, via largely email. So it was pre-web. The internet existed, but it was uh, not on the web in general. All right, who had? Because I got my first email address, I think, in '93. So who who had email back then? Were these CompuServe people? And it was CompuServe and OSU students OSU primarily. Students. Yeah. So I had early exposure to the internet by uh, being in the physics department. So I had emails from 1986 still, <laughs> um, and you know it was very common for OSU students to have email, and it was you know it was just one way of advertising the shows. We were still stapling things up on telephone poles and things across from campus and everything. It was an email list. Was it just called uh, the local calendar? It's called the Live Shows Calendar. Live Shows Calendar. Okay. All right. And that went on for um, a number of years. And then at what point did you finally register cringe.com and start that up? Um, it's about 19, late 1994, 95. started to talk about doing a basically a print publication um, of Live Shows Calendar subscribers, asking them to do their own best of whatever. It was kind of making fun of all the best of polls that tend to happen at the end of the year. And it was just anyone who wanted to submit something and make up their own category and their own nominations and everything and write it up, got to submit something. And it was a, you know, a Kinko's copied zine originally Mm. that was also distributed by email later on, but it was divided into about five different emails. And was that called cringe at the time? It was called cringe. The name coming from the fact that it was cringe worthy or, uh, it was a kind of a conversation I had after, I was like moving and I was all dirty wearing this like Billy Squire t-shirt and then we passed by a record store that had Nirvana's uh, Nevermind on on the free free bin and we picked it up and we started joking about what would the Columbus sound be if the Seattle sound is crunch. crunch. 
and we came up with cringe as kind of a joke. And uh, when I say we, it's uh, Terrence Kincannon, who is a cartoonist here in town for years. He used to do a strip called Product for the Lantern and Columbus Alive. From its inception, has it still pretty much been the calendar? Is it the focus of the... uh... Most people know it for the calendar, so it started off as basically just a calendar, and it wasn't called cringe in the beginning. It just became cringe over the years, and the calendar was where was where it all started and the calendar lives on cringe so it's they're kind of one and the same now but they did start out separate most people you know talk about the calendar highly so i've in recent like about a year ago i started focusing on just the calendar again so there's not much else going on outside of the calendar on the site these days that's an awful lot of work i mean looking at it uh and you even mentioned to me in uh email conversations about while i'll be working on the calendar do do you have to reach out to people? Do they, are they, do they contact you? I mean, it's an awful lot of venues. <clears throat> it's a combination of things. Uh, in, in the early days, it was usually me calling or going to the venues and writing down the calendar and, you know, basically pen, pen and paper. Um, sometimes someone might have a print calendar I could take with me, but it was all very manual, writing it down and typing it, typing it in by hand. These days, almost everyone has a website or sends me an email, and I get the information that way. But I, I do proactively go out to every venue site and every promoter site and a few other like local entities that have a lot of shows and pull the information proactively from there. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get back into uh, more local music here uh, WCRS, starting off with... Pretty Mighty Mighty. All right, starting off with Pretty Mighty Mighty.
The tornadoes so wide The peel back seniors hide Wiped her off the face of the earth Put her on the map Well the wind rose so high Nearly broke up the sky The funnel down and pummeled
sucking mountain time
we just heard Silo the Husky, Moviola, Bigfoot, and Pretty Mighty Mighty. Joel Treadway of Cringe is picking out the songs this week. And uh, anything you want to add about that set of music before we move um, on? Those are all from uh, Cringe compilation CDs. Uh, I'd say four of my favorite bands from Columbus. Pretty Mighty Mighty. Uh, I've worked with quite a bit over the years, and they also ran a workbook studio. I work with that quite a bit, just hosting their websites and things like that. Bigfoot was another band I hosted a website for and helped with uh, artwork on one of their CDs. Moviola was maybe the first and maybe the only band I asked to join after the first time seeing them. They, they didn't take me, but anyway, I did ask. <laughs> what, it, what, what instruments or instruments? Uh, it was uh, oh, mandolin, guitar, and some singing. Um, and then Silo the Husky was a band I did not like in the beginning, and then they put out one of my favorite CDs of all time from Columbus. Uh, it's, uh, I was kind of glad I kept listening to them. Eventually, you started uh, putting out product and selling product via the site? Right. I uh, I had some friends who were running labels, and they were looking, you know, one was a really good friend who was just looking for bands. He said he wanted to put out some music and help some bands out, and um, I introduced him to some bands, and he started a label. And in turn, he started helping me put together cringe compilation CDs, uh, which were compilations of local, at least Ohio bands, mostly all Columbus, but a few were a little bit outside of Columbus. And uh, that led to having four compilation CDs and a fifth one that never actually came out. And that also led to doing um, merchandise at ComFest and um, helping sell other bands' CDs, too, online. You just would solicit uh, bands for the comps and people would send stuff in? Is that how you did it? It was. Uh, it started off in the beginning with us picking up, picking out bands that we wanted to be on there. Um, and when I say us, it's like it was a different group of people every time. The very first one was... Uh, I asked people from various labels in town to recommend some bands. Of course, most of them chose bands on their labels. That was <laughs> sort of the purpose, but you know, I, you know, I don't want to be the sole responsible person there because my taste isn't everyone's taste, and um, so I had to have other people help out. And then later on, we'd have bands submit, and then I'd have similar people like DJs and venue bookers and other musically involved people help pick the song. So I'd have a list of like fifty bands or whoever submitted. And they would listen to it and pick which songs they like most. All right, kind of jump back into the music now with Bob City. Even though death is knocking at your door, it could be tomorrow or forevermore.
Sorry, that was the Evil Queens. Before that, we heard, is that Silencio? Silencio, yep. And Bob City in that uh, set of music on WCRS. Uh, Joel Treadway of Cringe is picking the tunes this week, and we're talking about uh, the history of Cringe and his involvement in the music scene here. What can you tell us about Evil Queens? Evil Queens are kind of an outgrowth of the band called Our Flesh Party, which I saw many times. I probably saw them first time in like 1992 or something like that and they, they kind of broke apart for a while and came back together with this with this band and they had this song that we heard was on the cringe compilation but they had played it at one of their shows that we didn't put that one on the cd because we didn't like it that much and i'm like i liked it a lot i want that one and i think it ended up becoming one of the more popular songs they ended up putting it out again like a faster version of it on their own too huh and Silencio was just kind of an experimental band that went all over the place and it was one of my favorite bands also in town and um, they all kind of went their separate ways and separate states and maybe even countries in some cases for a while uh, but they, they were just very experimental and interesting to me and Bob C it's another band I helped with uh, artwork on and um, that was also a song from one of the Cringe compilation CDs Alright we're going to get back into the music now uh, with Brainbow um, I'm not surprised that Joel picked this one I, I, I know you're a big fan of Brainbow Yeah, yeah I'm guilty of liking all sorts of post-rock and fancy music and things like that <laughs> <laughs> alright from their second album Rainbow 2 uh, a song called uh, The Great Reveler
girl parts just gets me confused I wish you didn't have boy parts I wish you didn't have boy parts Cause you having boy parts just gets me confused Oh, baby, let's find something to do Oh, baby, let's find something to do I wish I didn't
the girls from their record of last year, Let's Not Be Friends, doing one of my favorite songs from that record, Sophomore. Uh, before that, Time and Temperature, a song called Fire's Fair, and we started off with Rainbow. Um, anything else about Time and Temperature and the girls? Um, I actually first saw Time and Temperature playing with uh, Silencio at Bernie's years ago, and I was just really mesmerized by her playing and her voice. Um, and then years later, found out who it actually was because they didn't get her name that night. But I talked to the bands about it and figured out who it was. And um, yeah, just a really, really delicate voice and guitar playing, but also very accomplished guitar playing. Uh, the girls that that song sophomore even though I would never know that was the title of by listening to the lyrics is probably my favorite song of theirs and it's just uh, I, I, don't, I often think they didn't write that someone else wrote that it's too mm-hmm. good but it's it's just a really good song I think it's it's like the the opening credits of a of an 80s teen movie yeah John Hughes would love yeah. it yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the anniversary show uh, happening at Double Happiness on Friday January 23rd on the lineup in no particular order, Jordan O'Jordan, Ips, Kizzy Hall, and Envelope. Um, you were telling me before we went on the air that uh, someone else came to you with the idea for the show? Right. I was at the uh, Anyway anniversary show a few weeks ago, and Emily Davis from the Ips um, approached me and said, well, Cringe has got to be getting up there. And I said, actually, it turns 25 next year. Well, the live calendar, live show's calendar turns 25, Cringe turns 20, theoretically. And she said, well, we have a show on the 23rd. Why don't we make that an anniversary show? And I said, all right. I, I kind of like the idea of someone throwing me a party. I'll go with that. <laughs> sure. Columbus, oh, oh, where everybody lives that I, I know. So I try my best to know what's going on, but they all want to tell you what's going wrong. They tell you CPS is oh so bad, but they won't tell you what problems those folks have. I like to see the private schools teach the abuse. Hungry and handicapped men each they refuse when they brag about the record. It's silly to me. Why won't Watterson teach kids with disabilities? I know. Cause they can't play football Jesus did it, I don't know Could y'all? The problems in the schools is apparent But you spend your time to outlaw Gay marriage, man they hate gays You gotta love the right Hey Republicans, tell Doug Price I said hi Columbus, oh hi, oh oh Where everybody lives at I, I know Columbus, oh hi, oh oh Where everybody lives at I, I know Columbus Oh, hi, I, uh, oh, where everybody lives at, I, I, no, oh, dog, they don't care about our best interests, they're the Yankees, we're just the Clippers, sweet chariot, swing high, swing low, this swing state is swinging alone, but don't worry, Blackwell will save us, his morals are a beacon, he's so courageous, and man, Mike, I'm loving ya, you gotta wear less makeup when you become the governor Now maybe Bill Moss might be an asshole But I'm shaking his hand for the music of Castle So go ahead, accuse him of evil deeds But first ask Hightower about WCBE And whatever the wolves are advertising Media consolidation is a very bad thing The Illuminati, man I'm telling you I'm telling you Look no further than the real estate developers Unless Wexter gives me a bad feeling Got all the Makings of a James Bond villain Columbus, oh hi, oh oh Where everybody lives at, I, I know Columbus, oh hi, oh oh Where everybody lives at, I, I know Columbus, 
Oh, hi, I, oh, oh, where everybody lives at, I, I, no, oh, dog, they don't care about our best interests. They're the Yankees, we're just the Clippers. Now, short north, you're cool, so I hate to say this, but not everything for you are praises. You didn't improve the neighborhood, just save it. You just made the poor people move to different places. And I used to watch Fox for married with children, and you watch ABC because you're married with children. Don't worry, Sinclair owns them both, so you know the programming is filled with hope. A new center. The question at hand is Mark Hyman know about teenage breast implants Now the mom and pops die from your apathy Cause you rather load up the car and go to Applebee's There's no culture here, that's what they tell me But they go to Quiznos instead of Smith's Deli Now I might be wrong, I'm a naive 22 But Columbus, what if I say is true? Columbus Oh hi, I, oh oh, where everybody lives at I, I, no, oh Columbus Oh hi, I, oh oh, where everybody lives at I, I, no, oh Columbus Oh hi, I, oh oh, where everybody lives at I, I, no, oh Dog, they don't care about our best interests They're the Yankees, we're just the Clippers Hey there, stranger Did we ever know each other Before these forms Took their hold and took us over Were we maybe In a field or in a flower Was there somewhere We did share a piece of one another ba 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 Hello, fellow, did you feel that skin is awfully shallow? Could these bodies be the field or further be a furrow? From which pole switch, starting shoots ascending from our soil. Days pass, gain mass, for our feel of flesh is very fertile. It's queer, my dear, that we might imagine meeting up here. No sound, no ground. Look, it seems these stars are shining so near. But what was that? Just before I think I caught a glimmer. One glance, one chance, one small sort of spirit shifting shimmer. All my fingers, sprouting feathers, when the backs of our heads touch together. Wings beat back and forth in equal measure, counting back the days since our departure. Stranger, 
When a star piece of a fire, we did share a piece of one another. We did share a piece of one another.
right, that is a song called You Need to Bleed uh, by Ips. Played Ips last week, and it doesn't hurt to play him again from a record called Everything is Real on uh, Super Dreamer Records. Uh, Kizzy Hall before that. Uh, Touch of Kiz in the Night was the name of that, and we started off with, well, we didn't start off with, but before, Envo- or after Envelope, which started off the set, we heard Jordan O'Jordan, uh, Finger Sprouting Feathers. All of those bands, artists, singers, songwriters, whatever you want to call them, are playing a uh, anniversary show at Double Happiness. This, well, I don't know if it's this Friday, depending on when I get this up on the internet, but it is Friday, January 23rd, Double Happiness, and... Um, Anything uh, you since you didn't really book the show, but you're you're cool with all these bands, right? Obviously, right. actually, I've never seen Kizzy Hall. I think I know someone in Kizzy Hall, but I'm not even sure <laughs> of that because some of them use pseudonyms, I believe. Um, but I, I like them a lot. It's kind of noisy pop. It reminds me like um, like the Connections or E4 Nash with a lot more noise going on. They, they fit right in with the Ips pretty well. Um, Jordan or Jordan, I haven't seen in a while. I actually was hanging out with him at the Beatles marathon of few weeks ago and just like oh yeah I remember you haven't seen you in a while <laughs> <laughs> well I think we got time for a little bit more uh, what do you got left here oh, alright we're going to start off uh, the last set of music here with the squares
that's Clay, uh, band. Well, they're going back to the mid '90s there, I think, right? Yeah, they were always a crazy show. Every show was different too. They one time did an entire show behind a curtain, and but by the end of the show, like half the audience was under that curtain watching them too, just all crowded in the same corner of Bernie's watching it. I think one of them gave birth to a bowling ball on stage at one point. <laughs> and one time we just sat there doing nothing and just like performed straight face and not moving around. And it was that was actually maybe the most surreal show because usually they're just jumping around and doing backflips and and limbo on stage. And it just was actually really strange to watch them do nothing. <laughs> we also heard the means in that set. Um, that was uh, Brad Spinarski and uh, yeah, and Jacob and. Yeah, it was, a, it was kind of a spinoff of a band called the Spiveys in some ways, musically. Um, the Jason Fredericks was the, the singer of the Spiveys, too. It just, um, and it was also Emily Allen and David Allen. Um, Emily played with many bands over the years. So it was David, but I've, I've known Emily from bands like Monster Zero back in the early 90s. All right, well, we're just about out of time. And, uh, Joel, I want to thank you for taking part in this, finally getting to do it after... Uh... Well, I've been doing the local podcast for seven plus years. Yeah, I think you um, did hit me up early on. I did early on, yeah. And you're like, nah, what do I got to say on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably true. Now I have sort of a reason. <laughs> All right. And get yourself down to Double Happiness Friday, January 23rd for uh, the, the cringe 25th anniversary show. I'm um, going to finish up with the Lindsay here. Sounds good to me. All right. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thank you, sir.
Ich habe mich nicht mehr so gut gemacht. 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 Ich habe mich nicht mehr so gut